Maverick Minds podcast. I'm Catherine Lloyd, founder of Maverick Minds, a creative human development service where we work with individuals and teams to help shift your thinking, gain new perspectives and create positive change through creative facilitation and coaching. And I'm Danielle Bolton, Director of Association Solutions, a Specialist Secretariat and Event Management Service. Maverick Minds podcasts are brief explorations and conversations where we unearth creative gems, people, ideas and actions that have caught our attention and think they're worth sharing with you. We'd also like to give a shout out to Marcus, who creates a unique piece of music for each of our podcasts. So how lucky are we? Thanks, Marcus. So, Danielle, hi. Um, it has been a little while since we've got together and um, no excuses, but we have, uh, have had a number of commitments that we've needed to attend to. So it's good to be here again. And it's one of the things we sort of talked about is, you know, uh, some of this uncertainty, which sets us up well for this podcast, the changes that have happened and things like that and the impact that it's having on business and in particular planning events. And I know planning events in person for you and also the changes that I've had as well. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, Catherine, it, it has been a tough time. I uh, I have definitely become the queen of postponement uh, and I have postponed some events and postponed them again and postponed them again. Um, but it is good to see that people are still uh, persevering actually and, and holding towards having a face-to-face event, knowing that it will happen. We just have to be really patient. And, uh, and that's the other great thing is that people are very understanding when you do these things. They know that you're, you know, it's just one of the things we have to do. So, yeah, we just keep moving forward. Yeah, I think it's true. We've certainly uh, had to become much more flexible and understanding of how things shift and move and change. So it really does lead into this sort of uh, theme today, which is about the VUCA world you know, being in this increasingly complex and uncertain sort of environment. And dear listeners, you may have come across this term, VUCA, which stands for volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity. And it's a terminology that the business and world and academia have adopted um, from a military context to describe what it means to lead in complex environments and complex organisations. So the term did actually, the term VUCA did actually emerge from a US Army War College conference where they defined strategic leadership within volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous global environments and hence a VUCA environment. So we're going to run through uh, those characteristics very briefly. Sure. So volatility, which refers to the speed of change and turbulence in industry, the markets, economics, technology and global conditions. Uncertainty, which refers to the ability to not predict the future. And and the more uncertain, the harder things are to predict. War, for instance, is situated in the realm of friction and uncertainty. Complexity, which refers to the various factors, associated connections, relationships between the parts of how they can be interpreted and analysed. Most of our systems are actually nests of systems. So they're they're systems within systems and they're complex in nature. Ambiguity, which refers to the lack of clarity around a situation. In military terms, this is often referred to as the fog of war, where there is incomplete information, which has consequences in creative and ethical decision-making. So it's unsurprising terms like VUCA find a place in management and leadership theory, given the ongoing changing conditions for conducting business. We know there are all sorts of external and internal forces that impact business and the world of work. And humans are sense-making creatures, so having a model like VUCA can provide a particular reflective and investigative lens. Living in VUCA has taken on a whole new life over the past couple of years, though. As we talked about before, it's almost on steroids 
So those VUCA characteristics that may have seemed a little bit more abstract previously have become far more real on many fronts and not least because of a global pandemic. That's not the only thing. We also face another crisis, the existential threat of climate change and other issues, including geopolitical relationships, social, economic and technological changes. So given the foggy uncertainty that we have to navigate, how can we shift our thinking, turn our attention to local and global demands and apply our greatest natural gift, our creativity, to create positive change? There's no single definition of creativity. It's many things and inevitably people tie themselves in knots trying to define it. We're not going to do that here. What we do propose is if VUCA offers a lens to describe our current state, then creativity becomes the lens and capability to help us find worthy solutions. And we need to recognise creativity as one of our most valuable, tangible and intangible human resources. But this is one of our challenges. Because creativity can seem somewhat abstract and it's a little bit difficult to turn into a simple business management model, you know the one, often with four boxes, having said that, there are some ways to think about creativity, which is what we're going to share in this podcast. So we'll have a look at a few creative thinking strategies that you can include in your repertoire to put to good use. And in particular, we're looking at the work of Ellis Paul Torrance, often referred to as the father of creativity, and the legacy he created with his lifelong dedication to the development of creative potential of individuals of all abilities and ages. In 1984, the University of Georgia established the the Torrance Centre for Creativity and Talent Development, which was founded by Mary J. Frazier. At that time, the Institute's stated goals were research concerned with developing giftedness, identifying and nurturing creativity, and educating for the future, professional training for leadership in gifted, creative, and future education, and dissemination and retrieval of information about gifted, creative, and future studies. It's a service, research, and instructional centre dedicated to nurturing creative potential. The overarching goals of the centre continue to investigate, evaluate, and implement techniques for enhancing creative thinking across domains of human enterprise and to increase creativity literacy in the local, state, national, and international community. Mary Frazier's focus and legacy was about equity and access. Yes, great work. Uh, So back to Torrance, the psychologist, educator and researcher who made creativity his life's work. So what emerged from his endeavour was the development of the Torrance Test of Creative Thinking, TTCT, and in doing so he sought to identify a creativity-oriented alternative to IQ testing. So Torrance's research into creativity as a measure of intelligence shattered the theory that IQ tests alone can measure real intelligence. Hallelujah to that. As an aside, his work reminds me of developmental psychologist Howard Gardner's multiple intelligences and his recognition of bodily kinesthetic intelligence, the link between mind and body intelligence, and that intelligence and our capacity to learn is dynamic, and more importantly, that change is possible. Let's bring this back to the everyday, because every day we use our creativity from the mundane to the more profound from our personal creative expression where we pursue hobbies and projects and develop our preferences for how we work and therefore apply aspects of our creativity, such as problem-solving and entrepreneurialism, to our endeavours. 
We also have the type of creativity that disrupts and leads to innovation, new products, services, and importantly, solutions to help solve complex or wicked challenges that have the hallmark of VUCA. Whatever we use our creativity for, and in particular working with VUCA, we can be more creatively strategic and intentional, as well as experimental and intuitive. It's possible to develop our creative muscle, use it or lose it, I say, because if we don't invest in and find ways to hydrate our creativity, it runs the risk of withering away or lying dormant to the point where we start to believe we are no longer creative, we lose our confidence to apply our creativity and actually forget that change is possible. So to help hydrate us, let's take a closer look at Torrance's creative thinking strategies, which we can apply every day. It includes divergent thinking, which refers to the application of strategies that help us to expand our thinking around a topic, ideas or situations to help us make new connections. We might use creative processes such as mind mapping, rapid writing and improvisation techniques to build on other people's ideas. We want to go for quantity rather than quality of ideas at this point. The key is to expand our thinking without judgment, to go as wide as we can before evaluating and making decisions. The flip side to divergent thinking is convergent thinking, which is about critiquing, weighing up ideas and narrowing down options after we've explored widely. Both aspects are equally important in the creative process. And then we have fluency, which is the generation of ideas, possibilities and solutions which can flow from divergent thinking. This is about how many ideas you can come up with and it, so it includes quality, quantity and different categories. So, for example, if we consider clothing, what are the areas of clothing that we can talk about? So, for instance, we might talk about cufflinks and earrings. Both are jewellery accessories but can fit into the clothing sort of arena. For instance, you know, they are one area. Hats might be another area. And then what sort of hats? There might be sun hats or hats for cold weather, beanies. There's different types of materials that we might use. Uh, There's different types of production. It might be slow clothing. It might be handmade or it might be mass production. So fluency is the production of a great number of ideas or alternate solutions to a problem. It implies understanding, not just remembering information that is learned. Understanding the purpose or problem and making sense can influence the range of solutions rather than becoming fixated on one answer. There's originality. Originality involves the production of ideas that are unique or unusual. It involves synthesis and putting information about a topic back together in a new way. In this process, we can determine how uncommon or unique responses and ideas are. Is the response or idea something that is statistically rare, an outlier worthy of more attention? An idea or solution may be so original that in the first instance, people dismiss it altogether, and it may take a while before it has its time. It may also be so unique that it becomes the ultimate disruptor. Yeah, Danielle, you and I were talking about originality recently, and I know this was at the forefront of your mind about something you were working on. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Oh, sure, Catherine. Um, I actually just have to purchase some Christmas gifts for a client of a client. And uh, they're a very diverse group, both ethnically and um, location-wise, and it's it's really quite difficult to buy something that is thoughtful, applies to everybody, is um, practical, um, and isn't just like a token gift. We want it to be very personal. So it's actually a problem that requires quite a high level of originality to get it just right. Mm, Great. Well, happy hunting with that one. 
Thank you. Elaboration, uh, that's the next one we're going to talk about. Elaboration is the level of detail and responses and ideas. To have the ability to notice details and see past the obvious. This is useful in communication where detail can provide clarity, connection, and help generate a deeper interest in what you're trying to convey. For instance, you can describe your favourite holiday or meal in a matter-of-fact way, or you can elaborate and provide more detail, a visual image, a story, or metaphor for others. The key is knowing how much or little elaboration is needed. We can overshare or undershare. There is an art to this and it does require discernment. It's useful to consider elaboration as leaders and entrepreneurs and, and for how a business communicates with its clients, customers and the system that it's part of. And then we have resistance to premature closure, which is the degree of psychological openness. This is about keeping an open mind, being curious, having courage, taking risks. We often rush to a decision or close conversations down quickly. We may feel uncomfortable not having quick answers. This is unfortunate because we often default to what is known, tried and true. And this happens in organisations quite a lot because change can be awkward and uncomfortable and people often don't like change, but actually innovation is all about change. So this might be okay to, you know, stay with some of the tried and true in some contexts in stable conditions, but we run the risk of repeating ourselves. And particularly in VUCA environments, you know, maybe unable to respond as well as we can because we're not actually um, applying uh, our creative thinking strategies to quite a unique situation. And of course, it has implications for change and innovation. So be aware of closing down too quickly. There are times when we need to sit with the discomfort and ambiguity if we are to discover some truly new and and innovative approaches, ideas and solutions that have real value. Just remember that some of the greatest discoveries are often long-term explorations. They don't necessarily happen overnight. Sometimes it seems like they happen overnight, but actually if you look back, you realise just how long that uh, that exploration has been going on. And then we also look at integration, which considers how the parts go together. How do we gain new perspectives and new combinations? How do systems integrate? Where is the friction? How can we combine things in a unique way that create value? This is where multidisciplinary teams and collaboration and co-creation have their value. And then we have abstraction. So creativity requires an abstraction of thought. It's the degree to which the the title or topic or whatever it is that we're focusing on moves beyond concrete labelling. This is the world of metaphors and stories. It really encourages us to move beyond the obvious. Torrance highlighted other creative characteristics such as emotional expressiveness, a granularity to how we describe our emotional way of being, aptitude for storytelling, movement and action, unusual visualisation, the ability to make and force connections, internal visualisations or our imagination, a willingness to stretch and cross boundaries, humour, richness of imagery, fantasy, courage, curiosity, the ability to sit with ambiguity or uncertainty and a sense of exploration. If you think of most adventurers, they are likely to hold many of these qualities. It's often stepping into the unknowing and being prepared to take risks. Torrance's creative thinking strategies can help us traverse a VUCA world, but it does take awareness and a willingness to work with these ideas in an intentional way and have them at the forefront of our way of being. Yeah, it makes me think, you know, of the great explorers and and also entrepreneurs that, you know, really sit in that space of uncertainty to bring something new into the world and particularly something that is of value as well. 
So I'd like to acknowledge that we do need to also be mindful of Western constructs for creativity and therefore how we how we view our creativity and that of others. Our backgrounds, cultural experiences, environment and context also influence our creativity and how we frame it. This is the richness that diversity and inclusion bring and why we need everyone's creativity at the table. The value and benefit of having diverse perspectives and different types of creative thinking is critical in a VUCA world. Not one person has the answer and the more diversity and the more different types of creative thinking capability we can bring to the situation, ultimately we're going to get better outcomes. So one reference I'd also like to draw your attention to is my book, Seriously Playful Creativity, an A to Z of Creative Action and Reflection. In this book, I outline an A to Z of ideas that can help or hinder creativity, starting with attitude, getting our attitude right, or, you know, what is our attitude, to getting enough sleep. It has been designed as a practical guide that encourages people to reflect, write, doodle, and explore themes to enhance creativity and to consider what it means to live a creative life. We hope you find this podcast useful in thinking creatively about uncertainty and complexity and are ready to apply some of the creative thinking strategies we've highlighted. A VUCA world presents opportunities, but it does take courage to change our perspectives and risks to do things differently. But to draw on a well-used phrase, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Thanks for stopping by Maverick Minds podcast. We'd love you to get in touch with us and discuss how we can help inspire a creative mindset in your organisation and to think differently about your world of work. We love co-creating with our clients. So if you'd like to discuss your events, workshop design, facilitation, coaching, both in person and online, we'd love to explore that with you. And of course, we do have our queen of post moment, who is very good at uh, being more flexible and accommodating. We look forward to catching up with you next time on the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you like it, please leave a review, provide a rating, share it with your families and friends. And uh, don't forget if you've seen anything today that you want to know more about, we'll have some links in our notes. We'd love you to get on board and become part of the Maverick Minds podcast community. So until next time, we'll see you then. Ciao for now. Bye.